back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right, you guys remember the Gadsden Flag Kid? He has that name. I love that. He's like, he's going to be known as the guy for the rest of his life, the Gadsden Flag Kid. And it was because of this young boy drug before these administrators. And you guys maybe saw the video on Twitter. We'll post it on my Twitter. Twitter account, my ex account. But uh, you remember these, these administrators and they're just kind of looking down their noses at this young boy and he's like very nicely dressed. He's very polite. And they just kind of lay into him about how dare you hold these views. You know, it wasn't just about the flag. It was about his kind of conservative viewpoints. And you could tell that he had been raised in a way where he embraced conservative values. He didn't back down from the fight. He was very calm and clear. His mom responded well. And then the, the whole school district kind of flipped because of the national pressure, right? Even if you get Governor Polis on your side in a blue state like this, you know you're way out in left field. And so uh, they kind of backtracked. But the case continues. So we got this announcement from Mountain States Legal Foundation that the Gadsden flag kid files lawsuit over First Amendment violations. And it gets into what's happened So uh, since then. The district's ban on Jaden's display of a Gadsden flag patch has been temporarily lifted by school officials. However, the district has, treat, has threatened to ban it again as soon as anyone, including school officials, quote, complains. The chilling warning that the district may reinforce the policy is nothing short of a threat to censor his speech once again. Joining us on the show is Jim Kerwin, a senior attorney at Mountain States Legal Foundation. So, Jim, they couldn't just let the kid go back to school, huh? We've now got to sue the district. Give us the details on the lawsuit. So, uh, yeah, I guess not. They, 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 rather than really having a change of heart, both about the Gadsden flag and even more importantly, in my view, about free speech, um, the school really has not backed down. They, they're just doing some damage control on the Gadsden flag. Um, and there are also other issues related to different um, expression that Jaden had on his backpack related to Second Amendment freedoms. The school has banned his patches related to those, and they've never said anything about um, taking back their ban there. Um, so, so the lawsuit uh, was filed in federal court on Monday. Um, it will be going forward as quickly as we can push it. Um, we're seeking um, an order from the court requiring the school to restore all of Jaden's First Amendment rights. That includes right. his right to fly the Gadsden flag um, at will. It includes his right to put the patches in favor of Second Amendment freedoms back on his backpack. Um, and in addition, there's uh, there's a broader policy issue here with the district. The district has a number of um, rules that are in its dress code that are meant to prevent, you know, certain kinds of expression that could conceivably cause uh, problems with educational mission of the school. Mm. That is um, something that's allowed under Supreme Court precedent. Uh, students definitely have First Amendment rights. Um, they're not quite the same as what adults would have when they grow up, and there's good reason for that. You know, if a student is expressing their First Amendment right to protest, say, a war, um, or some kind of government policy, and they do that by marching up and down the halls and chanting slogans all day long, nobody in school can learn anything, right? right <laughs> it's too right. noisy. So schools can stop that kind of expression, but that's not at all what Jaden is doing in this case. He's no. silently got messages on his backpack, 
And really what happens is it just makes some people feel uncomfortable that he has certain views. Um, <laughs> and they, they are not, it's very clear under the law that they're not allowed to prevent somebody from expressing themselves, even, even a student in a seventh grade classroom, uh, merely because they find the, the, the viewpoint disagreeable. Talking um, with uh, Jim Kerwin, senior attorney at Mountain State's Legal Foundation. So as you pointed out in the last segment, it, there's not a straight ban on patches. Kids can have other patches. This really has to do with this particular uh, patch or speech that the district disagrees with. Now, I got to believe, Jim Kerwin, that the district has an attorney who is familiar with the Constitution. What is their argument? Why, why take this? There's got to be general counsel for the district that goes, guys, Come on, this is not something you're going to win in the courts. Well, that's an interesting question. I am not so sure that the the well, there's a couple of things I'll say about this. Um, one is there's a doctrine in the law called qualified immunity that kind of gives government agents uh, a second bite at the apple when they violate your first, your constitutional rights. Huh. Um, so sometimes in-house counsel may know uh, that. What the what their client, that is the government agency, wants to do is getting pretty close to a constitutional line or even going over it. But the way that qualified immunity works is that if the um, if it's a close enough call, they might get a second pass from the court. So that's that's kind of a little bit inside baseball, legally speaking. But I think that could potentially be part of what goes on. Um, the other part of it, though, just to let you know what their argument would be, um, it's that somehow. Um, the Gadsden flag, for example, might be perceived by other students as um, as having roots in racism, which is what they said, uh, which would so kind of attack the identity of students uh, uh, who are racial minorities that they would be unable to access learning in the classroom. There's a lot of problems with that theory. Uh, one is... There's no reason to think that anybody would look at the Gadsden flag who hasn't been steeped in kind of left-wing political ideology. I wouldn't just think of it for what it really is. It's it's a flag from the Revolutionary War yep. um, expressing a warning to the government of England that you should not you know, trample the rights of Americans. <laughs> so the idea that some seventh grader would look at that and, and jump you know, and they might recognize it. Hopefully they will if they've been taught history. They'll recognize that as, oh, that's the flag from the Revolutionary War. That's a, It's showing, a, you know, expressing a message of resistance to governmental overreach. But instead of that, the school is assuming the student will say, oh, my gosh, really, that's a racist flag because back in the 1770s, uh, their slavery was not illegal and um, the person who invented the flag was, in fact, a slave owner. You know, all that's true as far as I understand it, but it doesn't have anything to do with what the meaning of the flag is or especially important. What a seventh grader in 2023 is going to perceive when they see that flag on Jaden's backpack. So are you arguing that there should be no line? There is a line, all that when it comes to this stuff. Like, so let's say the kids and this obviously didn't take place in Jaden's case, but uh, wanted to have a, a, a clearly racist patch on should the school be able to have the power to step in on that issue yeah so it's this isn't like an argument that we're making about where to set the line there is in fact very clear supreme court precedent on this um here's where the line is if the if a student's expression will um disturb uh 
the educational mission of the school, then it's something that the school can regulate. So an example of that, there were a lot of cases a few decades ago uh, involving kids who in um, schools that had a history of kind of racial antagonism. So there might have been, you know, in one year, there would be very unfortunately like a fight between students of one race and students of another race. Um, in subsequent years, a student might have wanted to, um, you know, bring a banner saying like uh, black power or alternatively to um, have a patch showing the Confederate battle flag. Um, in those kinds of cases, the courts would apply this analysis and say, well, is it reasonable for the school to think that if we let that flag be shown on somebody's backpack, um, that will offend some other kids so much so that there might be a fight after school, like even a race-based fight, which is a pretty terrible thing. Right. So, And in those kinds of cases, yes, that was the kind of evidence uh, that the school was looking at. You know, They said last year there was basically a race fight, and this year we have students who want to you know, um, display these racially charged images. Um, therefore, I think the, you know, under the First Amendment, I'm allowed to prevent that expression because if I don't, there's going to be trouble at school, right? Nothing like that is even remotely the case here. Like I said before, um, Jaden's been wearing these flags on his and other patches on his backpack for years, and nobody's ever had a like. Like there haven't been, <laughs> it hasn't inspired anybody to start throwing punches, right? So there's nothing for the school to point to to be able to say that this comes anywhere close to the constitutional line where they're able to regulate his speech. That's interesting. So the, the facts are demonstrating that um, kids are, are not being offended by this. It's not causing disruption in the classroom. There's no evidence that people are getting in fights or anything over this. This was simply, it looks like, from the facts of the case, an administrator frustrated with the actual flag elevating this issue towards the administration and then the district and them agreeing with the administrator and deciding to come down. I mean, did this get all the way up to the, the school board um, uh, in coming back down against Jaden? Yes, it's the, the we, uh, we haven't engaged in discovery yet, so we don't know all of the ins and outs. But from what we can see, the decisions here were jointly made by the school and the school district. It's Harrison School District Two, um, and there were there were absolutely involvement at the highest levels of wow. the administration at the school district level. Um, you know, we will see what discovery shows about whether they were really pulling the strings, um, even more so than the school. It's it's unclear at this point, uh, but but it seems like these were at least joint decisions by both of these levels of government. We're talking to James Kerwin, senior counsel at Mountain States Legal Foundation, about the Gadsden flag kid. If you remember him, he's back in because Jaden Rodriguez is going after the school district. So he's proactively trying to protect free speech. And there's a great line in your case that Jaden's case is important for all Americans who are concerned about the increasing tendency of public schools to silence points of view that do not fit with the, quote, progressive political orthodoxy. We're going to continue this conversation when we return. You're listening to the Centennial Institute, or the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Colorado Christian University.